It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. John Dickinson, Daryl the Guru Johnson with you inside our San Francisco studios. Warriors win tonight over the Dallas Mavericks, 119-114. to 114. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. That is the phone number to participate in the program. You can also reach us via the text line at 95795. It's Warriors Wrap-Up. Brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Daryl the Guru Johnson joining me, John Dickinson. Guru, it looked like the Warriors weren't going to be able to pull it out tonight, but Stephen Curry was hot. He was knocking it down from three. Kevin Durant was along for the ride. And the Warriors put a little defense on the Dallas Mavericks in the final couple of minutes to the tune of an 11-1 to run to turn a five-point deficit into a five-point win. Yeah, and a lot of times the theme of this season, J.D., has been the switch. Guess what? If you're not a champ, you don't have that switch, that mechanism that the Golden State Warriors had and have. And Steph Curry tonight, I mean, 19 three-pointers. Some people don't even hoist up 19 field goals, J.D. It's hard. The guy dropped in 48 points, uh, again, 11-19 from three, 32 shots overall, uh, MVP-like performance, and I am just tired of thinking, oh, no, the Warriors are in trouble because with this firepower, J.D., they just can erase – what went bad the whole game, and tonight they did it in Dallas. Yeah, and tonight felt a lot like the two games that the Warriors played in Sacramento going back to mid-December and, what, just last week. Down 10 with two minutes, you you mean. Down 10 with three minutes to go, (laughs) and they are able to get enough defensive stops, make a, a young team like Dallas, who doesn't really know how to win or is still learning how to win close games, really put the clamps down on them and then hit big shots, which add pressure on the other end. Uh, I thought as Stephen Curry was knocking down shots, it became harder and harder for the Mavs to go down on the other end and and know what they wanted to accomplish, uh, You know, needing buckets to match those big shots in the final two, three minutes of the ball game. And, and ultimately that, that winds up being the difference. The, the, the defense at the end, coupled with Stephen Curry just making some ridiculous shots. Now, Luka Doncic tried. Uh, he, he did too much. And he had been very yeah. good down the stretch. Still, and, yeah, went 0 for 3. And, but took a couple of three-pointers that, that just rimmed out that would have been incredible makes, although not the best shot. Uh, and then the ball wound up in Harrison Barnes' hands on oh, the Mavs' thing. final poor possession thing. of the night. And Barnes found himself in a position where he didn't really know what to do. I Against think he, his old team that didn't want him. Early on wanted to pass it. And I think they were looking for Doncic. He had a three. Pull up, Harrison. Let it go. You're the Black Falcon. He was looking to pass it then. And then he thought, not going to be able to get it to anybody. He got a cross it. back over to the right to try and pull up for a three. And he loses the ball out of bounds with Kevin Durant on him. Uh, and the Warriors wind up winning this one 119-114. to 114. It, it was a, a game that, that looked in doubt. Uh, in the final couple of minutes, it looked in doubt after Draymond Green had fouled Harrison Barnes uh, on a three-point attempt that, that wound up being ruled a flagrant foul. Wow. With a, a two-point game at that point, Barnes would hit all three free throws to make it 113-108 to 108 with 3.57 to go. And then uh, there was an exchange of misses. 
Kevin Durant hit his patented little one-foot step back, and at that point, given everything that had happened, 113-110, I'm thinking, okay, the Warriors are still in a in a pretty darn good position in this one. Yeah, and the rest just uh, was history, as they say. Another one in the books for the Golden State Warriors. And, J.D., I don't know where to start because I'm still so focused on my DeMarcus Cousins clock. <laughs> I'm like, okay, how are they going to come out tonight? But I felt like Dallas put up a more of a fight than I thought, even though, you know, they played them close already and beat the Warriors. Are you at all, if I use the D word, is that too strong, disappointed in the Warriors? D, I felt like Dallas got a lot of easy stuff tonight. Or is it just, again, we're going for a three-peat where you're not going to get our A game in regard to intensity every night. So we're going to give up some buckets. And when it's crunch time, we're going to bite you. And and that's what we saw tonight. Well, we talked about it on Warriors Live before the game, the the fact that that I thought this was the kind of game that the Warriors believed they could win with their offense. Mm. They're typically very comfortable shooting the ball in that building in Dallas. Uh, the Mavs have a difficult time forcing turnovers against the Warriors. Now, the Warriors had what could have been some costly turnovers. 22 in all. But they wind up they wind up only with, with, 10. Yeah, yeah. only with 10 on the night, which is darn good. And the Mavs, not great as far as the matchups go, really putting pressure on the Warriors. So I think the Warriors are able to play a very comfortable game offensively and get the shots that they want. Uh, so the possession game winds up going in the Warriors' favor in terms of field goal attempts, 99 shots to the to the Mavs, 91. And those extra shots, uh, many of them three-pointers, seven of them three-pointers. Uh, and you look at the, the final total, and it's a night where Stephen Curry 40. hits 11 three-pointers, 17 to 32. How about Curry? 32 shots tonight. And this is the classic case of you the two megastars, the two had MVPs. A quiet 28. The two MVPs erased the fact that you didn't really seem all that interested in playing a lot of defense or, or putting the clamp down until the final three minutes or so go. But, again, against a team that's learning how to win in the Dallas Mavericks, similarly to the Sacramento Kings, that can be enough, and yeah. it was tonight. Yeah, and Clay Thompson, 2 of 11 from deep after he had been on fire, the Warriors still get it done. They got too much firepower. And, again, the big center is coming back, J.D. Watch out, rest of the league. I don't even know by the time we get till Friday, there's a chance the Warriors could be sitting at number one seed in the West. They're not far now with the Denver Nuggets uh, up two points in their game. But, again, Clay Thompson cooled off tonight. K.D., the quietest 28 I've ever seen, J.D. But Steph Curry is just an honor to watch. 48 points, efficient. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, Clay Thompson – Got it going a little bit in the fourth quarter. He wound up with 16, and and the 16 were needed. It wasn't pretty. Seven for 20, two of 11 from three. Uh, but but him getting to 16, and this is also a night where Alfonso McKinney scoring 10. 10 points. Instead of scoring two or four. I thought it would be Jarebko tonight, but it wasn't. It was McKinney. It was McKinney. Picked up the slack. Knocking down a couple of threes. That wound up being a big deal on a night where Clay Thompson struggled shooting it. Uh, but really, it was just it was just no answer for Curry tonight. Uh, you know, in the big moments, hitting the big shots, and the Warriors able to get enough important stops down the stretch. Uh, Draymond Green with a huge block uh, on a Brunson drive. Jalen Brunson drove. Draymond came over, blocked that. Uh, 
big stop for the Warriors after Curry had hit a three-pointer to give them a 117-114 to 114 massive lead. block, J.D., massive. massive. block. Clay Thompson winds up with the ball. He tries to outlet it to Draymond, a bad outlet, but Draymond hangs on to that, uh, and the Warriors are able to get a timeout with 27.2 to go, and then Curry misses a layup that, that could have iced the game at that point, uh, and then sort of a scattered possession as Harrison Barnes wound up with the ball and, again, I think Harrison Barnes wanted to pass it. I think they were trying to get it to Doncic. I think the Warriors were going to foul at some point, but we're looking for the right time to That's do why it. That's he should have let it fly. And I get looking for Doncic, but you're a veteran, too. You're a seasoned veteran, J.D. Go ahead and let know the situation and know you're lucky to even have a chance to let one fly, and he didn't. You talk about Draymond Green real quick. Uh, tweaked his knee. I don't know exactly what happened. I was a little nervous. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Cousins is on his way back. No injuries. But Draymond came back and was stellar with his defense. And at the end of the day, John Dickinson, I just – when I, I said to you during the break, MVP candidate Steph Curry, and you just – No. I think he's in the top five. Okay. All right. Well, damn. I think he's okay. in the top five. And, and we got a whole another half of the season to go. I mean, your your question to me was, is he the MVP? And I said, no, he's not. Real matter of fact, because I think James Harden at this point's the MVP. But I think Curry's in the conversation with, let's say, Giannis. Let's say Kawhi Leonard. Right. I think you know Paul George. As much as I don't. Love Paul George's game from a consistency standpoint. Like, but nobody's like running away. That's why you said top five. Hey, and okay. I, and I think you, I think Curry would probably be my fifth if you said, "Hey, who, who's the next guy up in that conversation as far as the MVP?" But look, if Curry's going to have more games like tonight, then he's going to rise up the list and with he, half a season to go. Don't you find it funny that he owns Dallas in regard to moments? A lot of good moments in his career come, you know, the greats yeah. always have that team yes, where they, they have their number and Dallas is his. Yeah, Dallas is, is definitely that team for Curry. Uh, during the, the TV broadcast <laughs> as we were watching in here, we had the radio going, we had the TV going, and they showed all the shots that he's hit. I'm like, what is it going to end? Game winners against Dallas and game winners against Dallas in that building in particular. And it was another one tonight with Curry breaking the tie uh, as, as the Warriors go on to win this thing 119 to 114. He hit the three with the game tied at, at 114. Uh, the Warriors have won 11 straight games now when Stephen Curry in his career hits 10 or more three pointers. People don't know how hard that is, JD. 11 and 1 overall in, in Curry's career okay. when he hits 10. That means 10 he's plus in Fuego. Threes. And the only loss was that game back in 2013 against the Knicks where he scored 54 points at, at the, the Garden. Garden. And the Knicks wound up winning that game. And every time he's hit 10 threes in, in his career since, now 11 straight times the Warriors win the game. I mean, you, you better win the damn game. Yeah, and, and we're here to uh, educate the people quick. You better uh, a win text it. from the 408. I'm so tired of it was a quiet 28. What does that phrase mean? It means that... Durant didn't even seem like he was involved much because Steph Curry's points and his great game was loud. You've heard that phrase before. Were you shocked that uh, KD had 28? It didn't seem like, you know, he was the focal point on the offense. He wasn't. Well, but 28, good Lord. He was getting his, and he was getting his early, too. I mean, I, I thought I actually thought tonight – all night long, it was just it was the Curry Durant nope, show. Okay. I mean, they were they were the two guys that were really playing well offensively. McKinney pitched in. McKinney had you know some some rebounds that I think were clutch. Hit a three, three offensive rebounds. Hit a couple of threes tonight. McKinney actually wound up hitting two of three from three point range tonight, and, and his ten points were, were critical because on a lot of nights his ten points might be a goose egg. 
his 10 points might be two. And if his 10 points are two, we might be doing a little bit of a, a different post-game show, yeah, at least no a doubt. post-game show with a different tune, uh, tone to it. Yeah, Iguodala, 30 minutes off the bench. Didn't seem like it. No. Had it, six points plus nine, but he was out there. But, you know, third, that's, hey, that's a big stretch, 30 minutes, J.D. Yeah, Jordan Bell got some run. And, yeah, you look at the, the, the headliners, Durant, 38 minutes. Curry, just under 37 minutes. Clay Thompson, 34 minutes. Draymond Green, 32 minutes. So Looney had a quiet night in 17 minutes. Only one bucket. Yeah, Steve Kerr riding you know, his guys out. And also Steve Kerr making a little bit of a, a rotation tweak tonight. We saw Stephen Curry and Kevin Durant both play the entire first and third quarters. It was back to the old oh, rotation. Right, right. Two and four. Clay Thompson and Draymond Green anchoring... That second unit, that, you like that? That, that, that I I like it, and I think you saw the unit of Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, with Iguodala and Livingston, and Jarebko out there as oh. the five to start the second and the fourth Sign quarter. Sign me up. Sign me up. Sub Demarcus Cousins well, for Jarebko. Okay, and watch out. And that's going to be the group that I think we're going to see. And I and I've said that for the last couple of weeks. And we talked about it on Warriors Live too. I think that's going to be the five initially at the start of the second and the start of the fourth quarter. And I think with Cousins oh. now two games away from his return, Eight or quarters. is that just two yeah. two games left before Cousins will be on the hardwood for the Golden State Warriors, I think Steve Kerr d- made the decision to alter the, the rotation Get a head start. back okay. to, to where it is going to be where it was and where it's going to be with Cousins back in the fold. Yeah, it's just no way, especially after a win, that you can't be excited and looking forward to um, Friday in L.A., J.D. I just want to see the domino effect, you know, on each and every player, even the bench. The whole team gets better. And Looney, you know, a sigh of relief. He'll be playing guys his size, or sometimes he'll be bigger than the guys are guarding him. I I can't wait. We get your take on this, Guru. And it's uh, Warriors Wrap-Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of Home Searcher on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson, Daryl the Guru Johnson. We're going to be with you until 8 o'clock. We can take your phone calls at 888-957-9570. If you want to weigh in on this one, 888-957-9570. Uh, Chilton Auto Body text line, 95795 as well with your thoughts uh, on this game. I, w- I want to get your, your take on this, though, Guru. Uh, Warriors have won four in a row, and... I'm of the belief that at this point, any win the Warriors can get is a good win right now, just because it allows them to gather themselves, move on to the next game, and and just try and build some positive mojo. I think at times there's a little bit too much of a focus on how did you win the game versus did you just win the game? Welcome to the first half that we – yeah, they're halfway through. You're right. Because you find a way to win. Style points. And you win because of Curry getting the 48, and you win because of Durant getting the 28. But just the fact that you get a win, now now you don't have to answer questions for two days about, why, oh, what's this and what's that. And, and you're at four that and, you mentioned. And, and you're starting you're to build up. So now you go into Denver, and you're feeling pretty good. And, and, and Denver's playing tonight, and, and it's going to be the top two teams in the Western Conference. But now you're going into Denver, and you're feeling good. And you know what? Maybe you play a more complete game in Denver than you played tonight, and that enables you to have a, 
a good shot to win that game. And then you just and then you come back and you got the Pelicans, which is a, a game that you probably think you should win uh, on the Oracle Hardwood. And then all of a sudden it starts to build. The Warriors have been talking for a month about getting on a roll. Maybe these close wins in some of these games lately at Sacramento and tonight and just figuring out a way to get it done, coupled with the schedule getting a little bit easier, maybe this is the quiet start of that big run that we're all thinking is coming. You know what? Everything you mentioned was my thought process many of nights watching the Golden State Warriors. Oh, they didn't win this way. They didn't win by this much. But you are correct. The team is hot, and you want to continue to get hot. But we can't ignore the elephant in the room. And the elephant in the room is that you're getting, you know, DeMarcus Cousins back. And at what juncture do you sacrifice? Not that they would lose on purpose a game or a victory to get some type of, you know, rapport. They, you know, so to me, when I watch them play Denver now, J.D., a game before the return, I don't feel like they're, you know, I don't feel like the Warriors have anything to prove. Yeah, you want to go out and compete, but now the real Golden State Warriors are on the verge of being displayed so we can then judge just what, you know, what type of impact DeMarcus Cousins and that huge offseason move has made to this team and help them get closer to that three-peat. This is what I'm talking about from the Chilton Auto Body text line. The Warriors shouldn't be struggling against a Dallas team like that. That should have been a blowout. The Warriors don't care about the regular season if we're keeping it real. Berea didn't even play, and that was a close game. Dennis Smith Jr. didn't play. This game was – it was close, but I'm into the – sign me up. They're just not – Giving you their all, not on purpose, not shortchanging the game. It's just the mindset, J.D., and I think Cousins, again, I sound like a broken record, him coming back, we're going we're gonna to see him really get after it. I think, you'd, I think you just have to take it as long as you're able to figure out ways to win the games. What's been alarming at times is when you play a good team, the Warriors have, have played that way and, and found themselves taking a few losses. And a few losses, I think, at home. Getting smashed. In in games where it's close and you put yourself at the mercy of a guy hits a couple of tough shots. Damian Lillard, James Harden hit a couple of tough shots. And then all of a sudden you wind up losing a game like tonight. Rondo. And then you start to examine in the time between games all of the little things that maybe a team isn't doing very well. When you win, I think a lot of the little things, the revisionist history takes over. Right, the revisionist history takes over, and you don't nitpick quite as as hard at all of the little things that you didn't do. It, it allows you to, with a breath of fresh air, just move on to the next. And you know what? Maybe you play better. I think that was that was the the cheat code, maybe that the Warriors had the last few years is they had very few games where they would take a loss, even if it was a seventy five eighty percent kind of a night in terms of overall engagement. Yeah, and I promise I won't be one of these people that I talk about, but the fact that this team is hot, and if they continue to stay hot, what will we say, six in a row by the time Friday rolls around, let's say they lose the first game with DeMarcus back, or they lose two out of four with DeMarcus back, do you think there's going to be an audience out there, a sector of people that say, "Uh uh-oh, they're two and two with DeMarcus, I mean... Yes. What's your scorecard like? Like, is it pre? Give them time to ramp up, or do you think Steiny told me the other day? No, they're four, five all stars. Roll the ball out there; they should be ready. To me, you give them time to ramp up, but okay. people won't. 
People won't. You know, they're 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 sitting in the they in come the out and go waiting. one and one and oh, two, no, one ahead. and three, two and two and four. I mean, heck, I, I think the Warriors. The bar's so high for the Warriors, they could be five hundred, let's say, for six or eight games in the first six or eight games with Cousins in the fold, and that will be alarming to a certain set of people. It's four and four. Why is it not seven and one? I, I mean, I, I the bar is so high. For this Warriors team right now, yeah, you're right. That I think that's that's on the table. Eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero, triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. It's Warriors wrap up. Brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of Home Search. Warriors get it done in Dallas as they take the season series over the Mavs, one nineteen to one fourteen. Two of the three meetings this season uh, between the two teams in Dallas. The Warriors split there and they beat the Mavericks at Oracle Arena back on December the 22nd uh, in a game where a uh, common theme in both of these last two games, you had Harrison Barnes with a chance to to do something against his former team, and wow. it didn't happen. Yeah, and the Black Falcon, uh, he, he didn't soar tonight. And that's funny. I forgot about the three he took when they were only down two uh, at Oracle. J.D., he's got to be driving home or in the shower thinking about this team obviously didn't want me. They got greater without me. I had a chance to put a dagger in them twice or at least tie the game, hopefully send it to overtime. You you can't just say, "Oh, it's just another day at the office." You got that's got to it's like your ex-girlfriend and you and you're slip and fall or you're doing bad. It, that that's got to stay with you. I think it it probably does. I think it probably does stay with them a, a little bit. Although, again, time heals all, right? And I mean, mm-hmm. it it has been almost 3 years now. I mean, this is but the, this is but the third year of Durant. Every this is the third year of, of Harrison yeah, Barnes. Yeah. Look, I think Harrison Barnes knew it was time in his career to go, kind of be his own man Had a little he bit. That paper, he would that well, would have jumped off like that. That was, way, that. That was way before and he I wound up it. getting thirty yeah. million more. Oh, well, well, there you. <laughs> he did that. He did. Eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. We got a couple of phone calls coming in, which we're going to get to. Uh, we were talking about Curry and Durant being the guys tonight. The Warriors had a they trailed by four at the end of the first quarter, twenty nine twenty five. Stephen Curry and Kevin Durant scored all twenty five points in the first quarter for the Batman Warriors. and Robin, Robin and Batman. So however Dur- you want to do it. Durant had it rolling. They were ten of sixteen. The rest of the Warriors zero for seven. Clay Thompson was zero for four. Uh, in the first quarter. At one point, he was 0 for 10 from 3, uh, or he had missed 10 straight three-pointers, I think, at one point in the game, or 1 for 10 from 3, actually, uh, at one point in the game. Uh, the Warriors had a nice run in the second quarter, 37-25. They outscore the Mavericks to lead at the half by 8. Curry with 24 in the first half, 24 in the second half. Uh, Kevin Durant was 17 in the first half of his 28. So he was bringing it. And Clay Thompson was 0 for 6 from 3 uh, in that first half overall. The Warriors, a 25-11 run in the last seven minutes after uh, they were, had trailed uh, in that first half. They wound up with an eight-point lead. Dallas so they, didn't score the last yeah. five minutes, five, uh, 5.08 of the ball game. They didn't score a bucket. Yeah, and then and then Stephen Curry was seven points down the stretch. Uh, and He scored the final seven for the Warriors uh, tonight as well. Let's get to Vinny in San Jose. Uh, Vinny, you are on Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com. As we hear from the fans, which is brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers, the best since 1952. Hey, Vinny. Hey, how you doing? Good. 
I just wanted to say that uh, I, I think everybody's all worried about DeMarcus Cousins. Look, it's simple. All we need him to do is rebound the basketball. That's all we need is a big man to rebound and box out. He, all the other points he gets is gravy, and I think that he will, he will, it'll, he will fit in perfectly. Thanks, Vinny. Guru? Wow. I mean, he's here to do more than rebound, but he's right. You know, to give them another uh, facet to their, you know, offense. It's something that where they could throw it down low to a future Hall of Famer, an all-star. I mean, the fact, how are you going to stop the Warriors now? You saw tonight that you knew Steph was going to shoot, J.D., and even you know he's going to shoot, you can't stop him. Now you got a big a big junkyard dog down low on the block. I cannot wait to see how this, the, the rest of the league's in trouble. Look, you see it tonight with Curry and Durant. When Trump. Curry and Durant are on, they're hitting shots that are indefensible. Like the the, the shots that, I mean the three that put the Warriors up 117-114, you can't you can't guard it. Curry makes shots that he's either going to make them or he's going to miss them. Period. And, and Durant and was like the gave same it way. to him like you're in trouble. And then talk to the Mavs bitch like watch this. Curry hits the three and he's they call a timeout and he's he's just talking to him. Let's continue on the phone lines, triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. And that's where Raj in San Ramon checks in. Raj, you're on Warriors wrap up here on ninety five seven the game. Hello guys, how are you doing? Good, Raj, what's up? I, I was thinking about it, you know, looking at all the games which has happened in the last four, three, four months and also going forward, DeMarcus Cousins is just pitching in. Let's take one step back. Look at his past. He is a high-tension player. You know, even though he plays 22, he put 20 points a game. But what will be the situation now with Draymond Green and DeMarcus Cousins playing on the same court? The idea is to get under the skin of an opponent. But given their personalities, they can potentially have a conflict and probably that can disrupt the entire aura of the team. If that happens, what is the possible solution? Well, Raj, I I think the solution is to not let it happen and not have it happen. And I hear what you're saying. I don't think Cousins can be cousins can be prickly. Yeah, he can be a prickly personality. Right. And Draymond Green can be as well. Hotheads. Yeah, they run a little hot. They got. They can have a little bit of a temper, but I think there's a mutual respect between those two as men and as players, as just grown-ups, to where I don't think those two are going to butt heads in particular. Uh, now, I think individually you might have Draymond going off on the official or, or Cousins going off on the official, and they may have to be restrained in each other, and that can cause issues potentially, but I, I don't think... It's going to be an issue where those two are going at each other. Yeah, and it's a team-wide thing with the Warriors. I think they use the ref, uh, J.D., as another uh, somebody to get them fired up. They should do it with the opponent, but they do it with the ref, and they all play off of it, and I think DeMarcus will be no different. All right, 888-957-9570. Mo, Patrick, we got you coming up on the phone lines as well. We'll also uh, hear from the locker room. Uh Warriors getting it done in Dallas tonight, 119-114, the final. It's Warriors wrap-up, brought to you by Realtor.com. Now back to Warriors wrap-up on 95.7 The Game. 
Warriors wrap-up brought to you by Realtor.com. It's John Dickinson and Daryl Guru Johnson in our San Francisco studios. Warriors win at Dallas tonight, 119-114 to on a 48-point night for Stephen Curry. Wow. 11 for 19 from three-point range was Curry. 17 for 32 overall on the night, and the Warriors would finish the game 11-1 to uh, to beat the Mavericks after trailing 113 to 108 with 357 to go. That following a flagrant foul on a three point attempt, Draymond Green fouling Harrison Barnes, who knocked down three free throws to make it a 113 to 108 lead. Uh, the Mavs then got the ball and missed. Uh, did you, did, what did you think of that that flagrant foul call? It was one of those sneaky fla- flagrant fouls because when you see the replay. He kind of put some extra uh, mustard on it, JD, yeah, you, and it didn't. You know, the refs didn't get fooled. You thought it was a, a flagrant huh? foul on the replay. Barnett I, I, said it yeah, too. Yeah, Jim Barnett thought it was a flagrant foul. I didn't think it was a flagrant foul, or, or should have been a flagrant foul. I, I really didn't. I thought it was. I, I didn't think that, that it was excessive intentional contact. Yeah, and I thought they were in trouble. And uh, Barnes went knocked down the three free throws. They get the possession, and I believe throw it away or missed it. Yeah, the, just sad. Yeah, not scoring there. I think if if there's a bucket there for then the Mavs, like, then the Warriors are in trouble. That was a turning point of the game. the game. Curry actually missed a three after that, and then Doncic missed a three too that that could have put him up eight. So it was one thirteen one oh eight with two fifty seven to go. Durant hit the step back. Doncic missed, and I think this was another critical. Was point that a of the hero game. ball shot that Doncic took, or uh, it, yes, a little bit, but it, he damn near made it. Right. And then you had you keep saying that. You, then you had uh, DeAndre Jordan miss a putback. Wow, a bunny that that would have again put the Mavs up seven at that point, or, or actually no, it was already a, a one thirteen to one ten game at that point. Clay Thompson then goes down and hits a layup. So that would have stemmed the tide a little bit. Left, a nice Clay hit the left, yeah, the lefty layup with two twenty one to go. It was one thirteen to one twelve, and then Brunson missed a layup. Uh, Iguodala saved the ball, uh, but Finney Smith got it. It was able to wrestle the ball away, and then Doncic got fouled up high uh, and made one of two free throws. So it was a two point lead at that point for the Mavs. Curry hits a floater to tie it at one fourteen, and then that was that was it. From the time it was one fourteen to one twelve, Mavs. Curry hits the floater, and Curry would score the final seven. He would tie it on the floater, hit the go ahead three to make it one seventeen to one fourteen, and then he would hit two free throws to ice the game after the Harrison Barnes turnover. So final seven for Curry, eleven one run for the Warriors to close it out from that turning point of the flagrant foul. Yeah, and we always hear the term in sports, a team knows how to win, a team learning how to win, and the Mavs are learning how to win because uh, ball nooks and crannies, J.D., they should have had this game, and they were going for kill shots. Doncic twice took the, you know, oh, look at me, step back three, and it didn't go down, almost went in, but it didn't. And at the end of the day, Brunson, I like him from Villanova, but J.D. looked like he got fouled twice. A lot of contact, and the rest just uh, like, hey, you're a young buck in this league. No respect. Still time for some phone calls at 888-957-9570. That's where Patrick in Oakland checks in here on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Patrick. What's up, Patrick? Patrick going once. Now Patrick's gone. Patrick is gone. So, yeah, the phone line's uh, open at 888 Nine five seven zero. I'm I'm looking at because I think you made a good point about teams that know how to win versus teams that are learning how to win, and I'm just running back 
through my mind at the close games that the Warriors have played okay. and the close games they've won versus the close games that they've lost. And I'm start with tonight. You've got a Mavs team that is they're is down playing, a couple bodies, they're, they're, but and they're but they're playing better than than I think people would have expected. And Doncic has been incredible for them. You go back to the game in Sacramento, which was a tight game down the stretch, and and the Kings are another team similar to Dallas that's playing better than anybody could have dreamed, and they're learning how to win. Three games they could have beat the Warriors at this point, right. and yeah, and the Warriors have done that to them on three different occasions. You start to look at at some of the teams that are a little bit more playoff tested in close games: Portland at Oracle, Houston, Houston at Oracle. And the game in Salt Lake City as well, down the stretch, uh, that the Warriors lost there, what, the week before Christmas. I think that was on December the 19th on that Wednesday night in Salt Lake City. And the Warriors lose those games. Uh, They win in Sacramento prior to that. Uh, So you start to just kind of go back through it. Mm. And there's almost a a line of of, delineation between the teams that have that playoff experience and know how to win, and those teams have actually been able to figure out a way to get it done against the Warriors, and then the teams that are still trying to figure it out and learn how to win, the Warriors have had the upper hand. Yeah, and I just wonder if you throw that all, all that out the window, J.D., come Friday, right? Because in essence, this is opening night again. Yeah, I, although I I mean, still... I just, I really believe it's all, you, you have to throw all of it out. Except yes. I know Steph is great. I, Clay's been struggling. He's hot of late, and KD's great. But after that, every every question is open again about what's he going to mean to this team and how's he going to affect Steph, what kind of looks. And everything is on the positive, but I just really feel like these, these 42 games, 43, just throw it out the window now because we don't know what it's going to be like with Big Cuz. No, it, it will be a, an entirely different team. Roles will change. How the five Roles. interact together will, will be key. How Cousins impacts the bench and who will and be on the court, who's going to finish down. the game? Absolutely, all of those things are important to, to factor in. But I think if if you're going to say that the season starts Friday night in LA when Cousins comes back and the Warriors play the Clippers, I think you almost if you're going to say it and put it that way, I think you almost have to give the Warriors a certain amount of breathing room mm. before you hold them fully accountable for this team should have everybody on the same page. Yeah. Now, I don't know what that number of games is, if it's three, if it's five, if it's 20. But still don't matter t- until the playoffs because at the end of the day, that's all that's going to matter is what are they when it's go time. That's it. That's it. Let's get to Sam in Santa Rosa on 95.7 The Game. Sam, you are on Warriors Wrap-Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Hey, Sam. Hey, great uh, talk you're doing right here. I'm wondering about that flagrant foul you were talking about on uh, Draymond and to me he was not he was actually going for the ball after they made contact so to me whether that was something he's introducing as trying to cut off some of the uh, refs calling him on a flagrant I thought it was smart it's kind of like in football if you're playing the ball and not the man it seems like it shouldn't be a flagrant yeah, I'm with you, Sam. I I didn't think it was excessive. I didn't think he was trying to. I didn't think he was trying to impose punishment on, on Harrison Barnes. I really didn't. See, I I thought wow. it was. A, I, I actually that I think Sam explained it pretty well. I thought it was a play on the ball that wound up being a, a you know a swipe 
see, I look at it, and that was a great analogy, is a defender falling on the quarterback and putting all his body, you know, oh, by the way, like Getting a wrestle move. Yeah, and, and that's did, why I, mean, I thought Barnett felt like I yeah. did. Like when Draymond completed the act of the foul, there was a lot at the end. It was like, a little bit extra. Okay. I'm going to lay it on you right, a little bit. exactly. A little more wood. A little more wood. Okay, uh, and, it's, uh, and it's fair. And there actually wasn't as much of an argument about it as I thought there was going to be. I really thought that was a bad – I was like, oh, they're in trouble. Because initially I thought, damn, that's that's not a good call. And then, yeah, I mean, whether it was you or Barnett or, and the, or the officials, <laughs> I mean, I'm outnumbered on this one, right? Because it was – you got you and Barnett and the officials and Sam. And, and Sam uh, uh, well, Sam's on my side, I uh, guess, uh, on that one. But and, and, you know, they went to replay too, so you got the, the guys in New York. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six, about six, seven to seven to one. And I'm the one, so I'm I'm going to take my lump. I'm going to take my lumps on that one and and say, okay, I guess it was uh, a flagrant foul. But regardless, that was a turning point in the game. Warriors go on to win it, one nineteen to one fourteen, as they outscore the Mavs eleven to one. That's what they do from that point in the game. Uh, And uh, let's get to Patrick real quick. Patrick uh, in Oakland, you are on Warriors wrap up on ninety five seven the game. Hey, Patrick. Third time's the charm here, guys. We got there. You go. Hey, full disclosure. Uh, I went to I went to my local Taco Bell, and the drive thru was closed, so I had to walk through that. So that's why that's why that's why I missed you guys for a second. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> it happens. That. A little Mexican pizza action, huh? Extra yeah. cheese. You know how it is. <laughs> it happens. You know how it is. Hey, hey, listen up, guys. Uh, I like what you guys were saying about about Boogie coming back because, you know, I think that it's a it's a big chance of them going two or two or one and four, whatever you guys were saying in the first few games, because, you know, I think that everyone's mindset was, you know, when we got, when we got him, it was like, okay, by the time he comes back, we're going to be clearly the number one seed and we're going to be rolling. And when he comes back, it's going to be like, you know, in addition to the team, right? Yeah. And now, now, now I kind of feel like, you know, a lot of, a lot of people and a lot of fans, especially are thinking like, Hey, we got to get boogie back to, to save the season because because we've had we've had too many losses where you know it was looking like we shouldn't you know we shouldn't have lost or it was looking like you know we need another big man in there so I'm just wondering if you guys think at all if, that you know when when he comes back he's going to be trying to do too much so just wondering what you guys are thinking about that thanks for being patient with me uh have a good night all right Patrick we appreciate it I think if anything, guys are going to try too much to defer early. And they know what's at stake for him in the big picture as an individualist. So this team is not selfish. They're going to break him in. And I think he knows when he signed up, what he signed up, who he signed up with. This team is already deadly in regard to offense. He would stick out like a sore thumb if he starts screaming, throwing tantrums that he wasn't getting the ball, they know to feed the big fella. And I feel like, J.D., there's going to be enough shots to go around. Yeah, and I, I think we're a long ways away from that sort of thing becoming a problem. 888-957-9570. we still got time for some more phone calls. The phone calls keep coming in. We also have your play of the game. We're going to hear from Stephen Curry, uh, and we're going to look ahead at this stretch that will continue in Denver on Tuesday night. It's Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search.
Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson, Daryl Laguru Johnson. Warriors win it in Dallas tonight, 119 to 114 on a 48 point night for Stephen Curry. Kevin Durant pitched in 28. Clay Thompson added 16. Alfonso McKinney, the high man off the Warriors bench tonight with 10 points. Four of five shooting in 16 minutes and two of three from three. The Warriors would wind up needing those three pointers tonight to earn a five point win. Uh, 119 to 114. The Warriors have won 8 of 9 on the road, Guru, going back to December the 3rd. They won in Atlanta, Cleveland, and Milwaukee to wrap up uh, a road trip. Then they won in Sacramento twice for five wins. They won at Portland for a sixth win. Uh, and then they, they went in Dallas uh, and Phoenix as well, uh, the game tonight, obviously, in Dallas. So the only loss in the last nine was that game in Utah on December the 19th. Yeah, and when you're back-to-back champs, you know, it's Tupac, us against the world on the road. And then when you have slip up at home, you're comfortable, you know, your family's around. So I think that's a good sign that they do their best work this year away from Oracle. All right, let's get to our play of the game. It's time for the play of the game. Tune in tomorrow morning to Steinmetz and Guru at 10.30 for your chance to win $100. Now, here's the play of the game. Shot clock at 9. Everybody standing here in Dallas. Curry, a deep three. Why not? Here's Steph Curry. Ridiculous. 117-114. Warriors in Dallas will use their final timeout. Why not? That's exactly right. And Curry hit a couple of why nots. Tonight. He's special. He's di- special. Difference in the ball game might as well be, why not? The way he, he just sets you up. Yeah, a- absolutely. Set you up. That's your play of the game. It's brought to you by Putnam Cadillac, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Burlingame. Featuring the all-new XT4 crossover SUV. Visit PutnamGM.com. And again, listen tomorrow, 1030, with Yugu and Steiny right here on 95.7 The Game. Know the play of the game, and, and you will win. Yeah, I can't wait. Lucky winner awaits. Let, let's go ahead and hear from Stephen Curry as well, the, the big man of the night, the 48-point effort, uh, 17 for 32. He hits 11 threes. It was the eighth-highest-scoring game of, of Curry's career tonight, and Steph uh, caught up briefly with reporters following the ball game in Dallas. I mean, we were playing aggressive and working off each other well. Um, the game, game in, game out, there's been situations where it's called for a little bit more aggressiveness and playmaking and whatnot. Um, and you just got to be ready for those moments. But for the last, like, two or three weeks, I think our team has been really been purposeful about how we're creating shots and getting looks and sustaining it over 48 minutes. Uh, and tonight was uh, obviously a pretty hot night, but... We needed every one of them the way that Dallas played. Steve said KD kind of changed a couple plays in the huddle Were you kind of involved in those conversations? No, that was just him taking the initiative, understanding I had a hot hand going. And uh, I think him being, uh, I'll call it a decoy in terms of being in the action, but uh, allowing me to work. And the way that they were defending us, it, it just made sense, you know, tonight. And got to be ready to. You know, take those shots, make them, live with the results, and and tonight obviously it worked out. 
And it worked out for Stephen Curry to the tune of 48 points. Mentioned the 24 in both halves. It's the third time this season and the 12th time in his career that Curry scored at least 20 points in both halves Live of the game. Live with the results. That That's an assassin mentality. It absolutely that is. is some, you know, might be good, might be bad. And it was on full display uh, in that fourth quarter tonight. The fifth 40-plus point game of the season. The 35th 40-plus point game uh, for Curry in his career. Uh, it's also the third time this season he's made at least 10 three-pointers. Mentioned the Warriors are 11-1 and all-time when he makes 10 or more three-pointers. Uh, also, Guru, the Warriors, they've beaten the Mavs 12 of the last 13, and they've won 5 of 6 in Dallas. Ownage. And all three games between these two teams, the season series is now done, decided by five points or less. The Warriors playing very well on the road as they've won eight of nine, and the Warriors now will continue with six of the next seven on the road, including the the, the most underrated game maybe on the schedule this season, and that's the game Tuesday in Denver between the Warriors and the Nuggets, the top two teams in the Western Why do you Conference. say that's underrated? Not getting much? Because everybody's talking about uh, Cousins, yeah, uh, and everybody's talking about Friday, the Laker game JD. next week, <laughs> and, and nobody's talking about the fact that the that the Nuggets, who've who been won the, tonight, and won tonight, yeah. beat Portland. They're going to be the one seed right now, uh, and the Warriors as the two seed right now. That that's going to be a fun one. They beat the Warriors early, earlier in the year in Denver on a, on a on a close game late. They got a big block shot late uh, and, and beat them. So I, I think that's a fun one. That's an exciting one. I'm going to be at that ball game uh, and, and joining you and, and Steiny. Uh, you know, for for a normal guest Mile spot on, on Warriors on yeah, Warriors JD. Live. So look, looking forward to it, man. You just get your thoughts on that one here and, and this this upcoming stretch. It's a big one, and I honestly believe we'll get the best from both teams. Being that you know the number one seed right now in the West, temporary JD, but you get what I'm saying. They're going to try to send a message, and I'm excited. Warriors are going to get that one seed. I think when it's all said, they and don't done, even need it. They don't need it, but I think they're going to wind up getting uh, it. I think they're going to wind up getting it, and that should be a fun one. I'll be I'll be on hand in Denver covering that ball game. Uh, Warriors, Guru, you'll be back with Steiny tomorrow. Normal slot, ten o'clock. Yes, I want to sir. Thank everybody uh, for Alex Scott, for Nash, for Tim Roy, for everybody involved uh, with the broadcast, putting the show together. Warriors get it done tonight, one nineteen to one fourteen. Uh, we'll talk to you Tuesday from Denver, right here on ninety five seven. The game.